Good morning, my lovelies. This is the Gamer Mom. Generally, I would have posted yesterday, but down with the migraine. That happens. I know. Anyway, I was talking with a friend who happened to listen, and I took their advice. They asked me, Gamer Mom, you're going to have to explain a bit more about the Hollows. Well, to do that, I'd have to explain a bit more about City of Heroes. And that is what today is going to be about. City of Heroes. Or COX. COV. Some people like playing heroes. Some people like playing villains. Some people like playing rogues or vigilantes. Either way. So today it's going to be a nice long chat about City of Heroes. City of Heroes was, to be honest, my very first MMO. I was a little bit bitter about MMOs, but that was because, well, when a boyfriend tells you he'd rather play EverQuest than spend time with you, you know it's not going to end well. Remember, kids, relationships come first. Games can always be saved. Anyway, City of Heroes, lovely game. My fiancé at the time was trying to make me feel better because I was recovering from walking pneumonia. And so he figured, buy me a game while I'm recovering. And when he brought home this game, City of Heroes, I'm staring at it and I'm like, what is this? And he's like, it's an MMO, but give it a try. I know you're against MMOs, but try it. So I said, fine, I'll do this. Because, well, I'm sick, I'm bored, I can only read so many Dungeon and Dragon manuals before my players start getting really worried. So I go, I build my very first character, Harlequin Gold. I will always have a place in my heart for Harlequin Gold. And at the time, you could have your nameplate be the color of anything. So I chose this beautiful, rich purple. And I made my little scrapper, Katana Regen. And it was like, okay, going to have to learn how to play this. So I log in and I joined during a Winter Lord event. For those who aren't familiar with Winter Lords, they are these giant, huge snowmen who come around and they stomp all over the city. Paragon City. Yeah, where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Anyway, <laughs> no, that's still another running joke. Especially when you're really, really bored. I will... I, I think those of the right age knows the song that it's referencing. But anyway, <laughs> I log in. I'm looking around, and there's snow on the ground. And there's these guys in robes ice skating across a pond chasing after somebody. That was my first time seeing Circle of Thorns. Circle of Thorns on ice, not to mention. So I'm looking around, and all of a sudden, this giant white foot stomps on me. I happened to be right where a Winter Lord materialized. And of course, 
that sends me to the hospital because in City of Heroes, you don't die. You get knocked out. You're a hero. Heroes don't die. Well, they can, but that doesn't make for a very good story. Now, does it? Especially when you're the hero. So here I am, and I'm staring in wide eyes as this giant foot is standing on my poor little level two scrapper. And I'm like, sweetheart, sweetheart, I just got stepped on by a snowman. A snowman. Needless to say, from that day, I was hooked. Because it was like, what else am I going to run across? Then there was a slight little problem. So when I went running through Atlas Park, I would see somebody saying, there's a Harlequin on the loose. What kind of Harlequin is this? At the time, I had no idea that a level 40 to 50 bot, uh, set of villains was called the Carnival of Shadows. And their members were referred to as Harlequins. So here I am as little Harlequin Gold. And people are trying to attack me because my name's in this purple, which is apparently the way that they designate the higher level villains and bosses is their names are in purple. They changed that later. Everybody ended up with the same color name. Now your name changes depending on whether you're a helper, you're a role player, etc. So, when I first started out, the only way you could do missions was if you went to your appropriate trainer. For instance, if you're a magic, you went to Azuria. I got most familiar with her. I, I like playing magic. I'll be honest. But there's not just magic. You could be science. You could be tech. You could be a mutant. It went, you could be natural. It went all over the gambit. I'm most familiar with Azuria, though. I've done her mission so often. There's an old YouTube video called Fool of Hera, and it's mocking one of the missions she gives the uh, low levels over and over. Heroes, I need your help. The Jewel of Hera has been stolen. You go, you complete the mission, you come back, you turn it in, you go do another small mission, you come back, and you've got that same Jewel of Hera mission ready for you again. It's like, Jesus, lady, what's wrong with the Magi vaults? Can't you keep anything in there? You've got all these heroes here. It's in the middle of the building, and yet the Circle of Thorns idiots, who any level one can beat... It, on a one-on-one. -on -one. And yet you're letting them walk right on in to your vault, take the item, and leave. <sighs> it was just... After a while, it got boring. But you went on through these missions. And after you got to a certain point, level 5, you were sent to the Hollows to Lieutenant David Wincott, or you got another contact. 
but they first always sent you to the hollows and most people couldn't break out of the hollows because they didn't know trust me it took me almost six months to realize there's an entirely different series you could go all you had to do was go in talk to david leave and get another another contact but i got very familiar with the hollows and i know i wasn't the only one who ended up going through the hollows nightmare now the hollows was this huge area with what they called the grendel gulch and it was inhabited by rock monsters and trolls and lava monsters and then there's the outcasts it was just a mess and they expected you at level five when you don't quite have a travel power yet this was in the days when travel powers you got one a very low level one like hover I always took flight. So you start out with hover. And hovering was slow. But it was safe. Because you get high enough up and you can hover over. But it took forever. But they would send you from one end of the hollows. All the way across to the other side of the zone. And you would end up getting killed at least three times. For somebody who wasn't familiar with the area. Or you'd be stuck in an area and you can't get out. Well. After I figured out how the zone worked and how to get out of there. I'd gotten married by this point in time. And I was pregnant with our kid. Our youngest daughter. And so... Late at night when I'm suffering heartburn and suffering morning sickness and I just want to sit up and do something mindless, I would log in my Medi-Cal, Mulana. Yeah, it was a silly thing. She was a bright purple cow. I'm very proud of my bright purple cow. And I would sit there and I would advertise Medi-Cal Search and Rescue. So, 3 o'clock in the morning when you got all these European players or all these late night people on, you would always find somebody. I was trading off with a group called the Taxi Bots, who did the same thing. So, our server, I was on Justice and then Guardian, our server didn't have that many Taxi Bots. So, I would sit there and I would swap off. So here I am advertising for this rescue on my level 50. At, at this time, level 50 is as high as you can ever get in that game. Once you hit level 50, yeah, you can keep earning experience and go, hitting another level as it were, but you're still level 50. You're never going to go higher. But every three levels, you get something extra up until you're like veteran level 100. So once you hit 50, your next level, you're veteran level one. There's one person out there who has gotten to a point where he's only played one character. One. 
And his veteran level is, oh my god, that's high. Because it's the only character he ever plays. Those listening and have played the game know who I'm talking about. And he's become a bit of a running joke. But nice guy. Actually met him. Real nice guy. And this is how, sitting in the hollows, I have met some of the most interesting people. That's how I first met a man who is known as Ascendant. And I still miss him. He died a few years back. But I would go in there, start advertising, and I'd usually end up rescuing two, three people. You could teleport them away. You could hop in and give them a hand. One nice young couple were in the middle of Grendel Gulch and were getting slaughtered because they had to destroy these rock monsters. And they weren't quite up for it. They didn't understand how to do the enhancements. Uh, those are the things you use to increase your power. You slot your enhancements and it makes your powers go better. So they're in there and I send out my standard block of text advertising search and rescue and I get a frantic message of can you come help us? So I accept their team invite and I fly over to where they're at after I had them make me leader because when you're on a team with a different, lo different level, you become their level. So since I was a high level and they were a low level, they gave me the leadership so I could come in there. So I land, did my big kaboom. I said, okay, what do you need help with? After I, re I revived one of the people, res them, resurrection. And they're like, you just did it. We've been trying to kill these things for hours. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, would you like me to send you on to your next location? And they're like, would you? So I found out where they were supposed to go and I teleported them there. So much safer, so much faster. The nice thing about City of Heroes is for the longest time, we had one of the best communities, the friendliest people, the most helpful. Normally, if you log into City of Heroes, even if you're a newbie, and you ask questions, somebody will answer you. And with very few exceptions, they will not mock you, they will not tease you, but they will help you, they will answer questions. I once walked in to an area and I had somebody stop me and literally hand me 8 million influence. They don't use money. They use influence. Influence is how you buy things. That's their money. Influence, infamy, it's the same thing. Tomato, tomato, villain, hero. <laughs> so I asked what was this for and their response was, you're level one. That's all I need to know. Well, thank you. 
there's lots of fun things to do. For instance, Saturday nights and later it was pretty much any day of the week. There was costume contests. Now, the costume creator in City of Heroes, that was one of the best out there. Seriously, it won awards. Because you weren't just limited to one style. You could dress up as anything. You want to go skin-tight clothes? You can do that. You want to do Silver Age, Golden Age? You could do that. They got to the point where you could build recipes for wings. The only thing Champions Online has that City of Heroes does not have, and that makes me sad, is the full-length fairy wings. They had these full-length butterfly wings, and I would dearly love to have that for a costume. But CO has that, Champions Online, and COH, City of Heroes, does not, which is a pity. Otherwise, City of Heroes beats out any other superhero MMO out there. Even though the game is, oh my, 20 years old. Now, the original City of Heroes, run by NCSoft, got shut down back in 2012. And trust me, we fought. Oh, did we fight for our city. But it was to no avail. NCSoft wanted to put up a new failure of a game called Blade and Soul. And everybody who played that was just so disappointed. I'm... As this is supposed to be a family-friendly, I'm not going to refer to it by the nickname it was given. But I'll phrase it this way. Parents, unless you, you really want your kids seeing something like that, stay away from it. Trust me. But in City of Heroes, friendly community, for the most part, there was even clubs you could go to. Paragon Dance Party. Oh, Paragon Dance Party was the place to be at the time. This was before Pocket D. Paragon Dance Party was mainly for heroes. And the building's still there and you can still go in, but it's empty. Great for role-playing, though. Especially if you want to throw a party or something. You password, meet at the PPD. Paragon, or PDD, sorry. PPD is Paragon Police Department. PDD is Paragon Dance Party. So you send people invites and say, hey, come to this location. Nowadays with bases, people can meet up in bases. And there's some beautiful ones out there. There's some fun ones. I'm going to be a little bit on the braggy side. My wonderful spouse is a masterful builder. And Powers That Be, the original one, had a stunning, stunning base. As in, it was so pretty that I was asked if I could take a recording so other people could use it as a base. We spent hours and hours gaming in it. There was even a building in there, because this base was so large, called I Stole a Pub. In honor of the fact that, at one point, 
I stole a supergroup. I'm so proud of that one. I really am. It all started when I'm playing on one server, Guardian. My husband's on Virtue, the role-playing server. And all of a sudden, he sends me a message saying, I need a bit of help. I said, sure, what's going on? Because he had already started Powers That Be, and I had a character on there, Mother. But he was going on about how this one guy wouldn't listen. My husband says if he's going to play a character, he's going to play a female tune. Mainly because if he's going to watch the behind of somebody for hours on end, he wants it to be a sight he enjoys, and he's not into guys. I can deal with this. I, I don't mind. So he's got this female character, and this guy won't leave him alone. Won't believe him that, hey, dude, I'm male. Doesn't want to believe that. After all, why would any normal male want to play a female tune? There's reasons, dude. There's reasons. So I built Vincent St. Valerie. He was British. He was cultured. And I built him to play on the same server. And I got to meet this idiot. And frankly, I wasn't impressed. But I also got to meet people who have become lifelong friends. Like Zetal. Love you, Z. And then there's Clockwork Crow. Love you too, Crow. You're my little brother. And then I met Kyle and Lightning. Kyle and Lightning were a lot of fun. Their characters were teenagers. And much like me and my husband, they were a, a couple. And they were also doing the Victor Victoria thing. Kyle was this really sweet girl. Lightning, real nice guy. But they were doing the whole Victor Victoria thing. Much like me and my husband were doing. Because I was playing this cultured British guy. And we made it known that I was spouse to my hubby's kid. My hubby's um, character. But we weren't playing as a couple. So I got to look around, meet these people, and Horace, the character in question, was this jerk. He was rude and he was nasty to the male characters. And he was sweet as can be, except when he started creeping on the female ones. Ugh. So I ended up playing Protector. But I can get along with people. I really can. I'm generally friendly. I'm nice. So one day, I'm on a mission with the rest of them. And Horace isn't on, so we're having a final time. And somebody makes this comment about how they really can't stand him, but they don't have anywhere else to go. Then they all stop. Because they know... I'm friendly, I'm nice, and they don't know how I feel about Horace. So they all stop and they all turn to look at me. And I look at them back and then I start laughing. And they're like, what's so funny? I'm like, I'm only part of the super group to protect my spouse. I heard all about Horace. I'm not really a fan. 
would you like to see my super group? And so they're like, sure. So I went. At the time, the only way somebody could enter another base was if you were part of their team. Or you were a member of that super group. So I went, logged out, got, got mother. When I got my mother, <laughs> that's actually the character's name was Mother. Real name was Mary, but everybody called her Mother. And trust me, the name fit. And I invited them to the team, and then I took them all through the Powers That Be base. By the end of the night, everybody had quit the supergroup to join mine. Because my base was cooler. Everybody liked it. They knew Horus wouldn't be involved. And then I had a chat with the actual uh, the actual supergroup leader. Nice guy. He had let Horus take control because military. And with being in the military, he couldn't guarantee when he was going to be on. Like I said, this was back in early 2000s. I believe 2006 at the time. I'm still going through morning sickness because I wouldn't be a parent in, or wouldn't be giving birth until September of that year. So I explained to him because on my actual birthday... Horace decides to give my husband hell. And then the actual leader logs in. And I explained to him that he has just lost pretty much everybody because of Horace. And this is what's going on. Horace got to keep the supergroup. But nobody ever joined again because, well, word spread. Anyway, I know, I know, rambling. But that, my friends, is how I stole a supergroup. All I did was be nice, be charming, and have a kick-ass base. Z walked into our magic room with the floating rocks, took one look, and said, I'm stealing this room. I'm stealing this room. It was absolutely wonderful. Anyway, after COA shut down, I kept in contact with the important people in my group. And I swore to them one day we would all play, to, play again. Well, needless to say, I kept my promise. And these days, City of Heroes Homecoming is the game. And trust me. There was a lot to go on to get City of Heroes Homecoming out there. But they still have the same old missions. They have new missions. They've managed to add in a new um, task force. That's the equivalent of a dungeon. And there's new content, new zones. It's an absolutely fun experience with pocket d now 
people from both sides, heroes and villains, can mingle in a safe, neutral zone. Just like heroes and villains can go into the same base, it's a neutral zone. You just can't fight. Yeah, they have PvP zones, but nobody really, really plays there. Not often. I know a few people who are geared for PvP, but I've never saw the point in PvP, especially when you're supposed to be a hero. But that's just me. Anyway, as you can tell, City of Heroes has a very fond place in my heart. I've met multiple people there. I've got long-term friendships that I've made. For instance, not only am I still talking to my friend Z and my friend Crow, I still talk to Disbeliever. Disbeliever is another friend. And I met him on Guardian when I was playing Moo. Mulana. And this and I have been in contact, Steam, Discord now, but we did a lot of chatting back then and a lot of role playing. And now that City of Heroes Homecoming is back, he is playing too. But he got to know Moo the best. I don't really much play villains. I'm not a very good villain. I will be the first to admit this. Yes, I can be evil, especially when I'm plotting. But I cannot play evil. I just don't have it in me. Well, if I do have it in me, it kind of scares me. Because then I start sounding like my mother. And that's a whole nother story. And one that I really don't want to talk about. Not on a family-friendly podcast. Anyway, my lovelies, next time I will probably go more on about um, White Wolf. I will be varying which games that I've played that I will talk about today with City of Heroes. Next time it will be White Wolf. Soon I'll cover WoW and Star Wars The Old Republic. I do all of these. They're fun. Dungeons and Dragons... Pathfinder, and yeah, that's pretty much the same as Dungeons and Dragons. It's just a slightly different system. But you guys get the drift. Anyway, thank you for listening to my rants and rambles, and I will be around. Love you all from the Gamer Mom. <laughs>